Hey everyone, hope you're keeping safe and well. Welcome to the latest episode of the TRX podcast. I'm Nathan D. Rosario, Education and Training Manager for TRX across UK, Europe, Middle East and Africa. How's everyone's week going? Hope you all managed to get out and enjoy some of the sunshine. Now whether that's hopefully with some outdoor training or you've done a bit of sunbathing, I hope you've managed to, uh, to get out and enjoy yourself. Obviously we had the announcement from the government uh, this week on uh, easing the restrictions regarding the, the lockdown for, for COVID-19. Obviously it's really disappointing uh, about the gyms but hopefully we'll get some announcements over the next couple of weeks on in terms of the opening of facilities so I'm sure you're as disappointed as, as I am with the news. However, at least it will be good to get out to some restaurants and some bars. Um, I also need a haircut as well uh, for the amount of hair that I have got left so I'm glad that I don't have to do my own going forward. On today's episode, I had the chance to sit down with Jim Hufer, who is the CEO of Hyperice. Now, for those of you that don't know uh, Hyperice or have never heard of them before, they're a company that make innovative handheld percussion massage devices, vibrating foam rollers, heat vibration wraps and ice compression wraps. Now, they started off specifically developing these products to help top sport athletes in the US recover effectively after a training or a game. They've now since moved on to hotels and spas, uh, but also supplying products to the general consumer. Over the next couple of weeks, High Price will be starting to offer their services and equipment, obviously, directly in the UK, which I think is great. Uh, as I've mentioned, big, a big fan of their products for, for a few years now, so it's great that they're finally going direct in the UK. So as I've said, it was great to sit down with Jim to discuss the history of High Price their recent acquisition of Normatech, which again is another top product for recovery, and their plans for the UK market. Hope you enjoy the episode. As always, make sure you like, subscribe, or if you've got any comments at all, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at NathanTRX. Enjoy the episode. TRX UK podcast. I'm really, really pleased to, to have Jim from Hyperice here, as I've mentioned in the introduction. So Jim, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on. Excited to be here. Oh, brilliant. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, I've been excited about this one, uh, getting you on. So I, I do appreciate you having uh, taken the time out to come and speak to, to TRX in the UK. Um, so how's, first of all, let's just kind of um, just have a general chat, really. So how, how's the week been? How's the last few weeks been, so to speak, obviously with everything going on with the lockdown and and stuff like that and obviously getting ready to go direct within the UK how's how's the last few weeks gone for you yeah it's been um well interestingly the last couple weeks have really started to pick back up I feel like there's a lot of energy coming back people getting excited of, of opening their businesses um there's been a lot of time where you know people are trying to transition and figure out how when this moment happens when they can reopen how it's done how it's safe how they can continue to provide the same service offerings but do it in a health environment healthy environment so I'm, I've been pretty impressed with uh, what some of our partners have done. And I know, you know, Hyperice and TRX have a lot of mutual partners, sure. uh, specifically in the fitness space in the US and UK. But yeah. I think that uh, there's been a lot of companies that I think have done a great job of adapting and creating services that are creative, that are healthy, that are safe. Um, and I, I, there's a lot of market energy right now that I think there wasn't two months ago. Yeah. Um, 
people are starting to get really enthusiastic. Team members are starting to reconnect. Um, it's not, you know, what it was before yet, but uh, I think the mindset's really shifting. So we've been really excited as a company because we've, we've embraced the challenge of trying to create new inroads and different ways to connect with our consumers yeah. um, that normally we wouldn't. Um, our business is very predicated on experiences sure. um, and, and taking physical experiences out of the mix for a couple months and having to transition those into in-home experiences or digital uh, was something that was challenging, but I think we did a pretty good job navigating. I think so. Yeah. From, from what I've seen from the outside and obviously, you know, working with TRX and kind of seeing what high price have been doing over the years, but obviously mainly over the last few weeks, you seem to have, Kind of adapted quite quickly um, and, and gone into, I suppose, if you correct me if I'm wrong, but more in a, a like a digital way in, in many ways because obviously we can't see each other face to face. Do you have you found that you've gone now more, not necessarily more into a digital side, but embrace that a little bit more because of because you've had to in many ways? Yeah, absolutely. And we, we realize that uh, generally when people are learning about our devices and how to use them you know, whether it be percussion, vibration, pneumatic compression, thermal technology, they'll have somebody with them to walk them through the techniques, how it's going to affect your body, you know, what the hypervolt can do to release the hips or uh, release lower back tension. You have a personal trainer, a massage therapist, a physical therapist there. But what COVID's done is obviously you, you remove that experience delivery mechanism. Yeah. And now we had to do a better job of educating the end consumer um, where that step was skipped. So we really embraced our content creation. We leveraged a lot of our strategic partners like the Equinoxes and Orange Theories and figured out really creative ways to teach recovery, mobility, and body maintenance through their networks. Yeah. Um, so that was really fun. And a lot of similar elements to what, what TRX did such a great job. And I think your guys' at-home on-demand experience has been fantastic. And the engagement, I actually took Rob McCullough's um, MMA class a couple oh, nights ago. Yeah. I was on that same workout. I did the same workout as well. It was yeah. Really good. yeah, it was solid. Um, got definitely got it going. So uh, I think the the shift, the companies that really embrace this and say, we're gonna we're gonna um, we're not gonna slow down. We're just gonna adapt, shift, get aggressive, find new inroads to connect with people. Are the ones that end up will end up being stronger businesses because you're testing the diversity and, and adaptability of your business. Oh yeah. And, um, I think both of our companies have done a tremendous job and even working together in some, in some levels. I think so. Yeah. Um, I, I totally agree. You, you know, we, we, we had to adapt and we had to adapt quite quickly. So obviously the first instance was very similar, like, you know, with, with the suspension trainer mm -hmm. for face to face, obviously, because then we can look at the coaching, correct technique, et cetera, progression, regression. Um, but we, we found that, taking our live education and bringing it into a virtual capacity had a far better reach than we normally would. So yes, I know we did, um, I suppose like an offer where we just gave our education out for free, which proved very successful, but we were reaching people that we would never would have reached regardless. We had people on that would never have thought of, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that education. They just never would have done it without otherwise. So now we're, We've adapted again in a sense that we are actually going to make it like a virtual product and something now to offer alternatives. So it's not taken away from what we did live. It's just adding another product um, and another service. Um, do you think high price as well will kind of not necessarily go back to what they were doing with before COVID and before the lockdown, but kind of have a blend of the services that you're offering now and, and actually getting back to some sort of normality when you can? 
Definitely. Um, I also believe that a lot of the, I mean, if you take the fitness industry specifically and you see all the connected experiences now, like the, the Pelotons and the Tonals and, and Equinox's new platform and Mir, um, Form, all these really cool technologies where uh, people are able to engage with those technologies at home. I think the really good fitness businesses are going to have to offer both something in home and something in gym, right? And so for us, we have to start thinking about that. Like, how do we uh, connect into this digital environment? And we have some stuff that we're working on that's really game changing that we'll be launching shortly. Uh, that's going to be next level on the innovative forefront. But uh, just thinking about how the market will shift because people will go back to gyms and they're going to go back in different parts of the world. It'll be, you know, it'll be full for sure. But there's a lot of people who have embraced the convenience. Um, of being at home um, and, and hey, this can be part of my lifestyle as well. Yeah. And that's where our devices, they can work well in a, in a physical gym, they can work well in a spa or massage clinic or physical therapy, but also anybody at home can use the devices and improve mobility, recovery, uh, they can engage in body maintenance every day. A lot of similar modalities as the TRX um, systems really help with. So I think there is, uh, for us, it's looking at the way the environment's shifting, trying to find new creative ways to engage with our customers. And the more we can teach them about what the products do, the more valuable our devices are. Yeah. I mean, that's really what we're trying to hit. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, you know, that there is a few products, but obviously speaking um, to you directly now, I'd have to say, you know, I, I always used the TRX suspension trainer when I was working out in gyms or when I was visiting facilities. I know I'd add the, the Hyperice Hypervolt in my bag. Mm -hmm. That transition is, is still the same for me. I still use both products. It's just now been at, been at home. Um, but the, how I use the products hasn't necessarily changed. It's just the right. environment. So um, I felt that the, the adaptability to kind of uh, service people, I suppose, the customers from, from a home perspective, it seemed like a, like a no-brainer in many ways. Obviously, it was a challenge to get it up and running. Um, yep. I felt like we had to do it. And, and now I think, like you say, um, it's, a, it's a convenience thing and we can run with both kind of services, I suppose, both live and, and virtual now, which is, which is really, really good, I think, for both companies in the long term, personally. Definitely. Definitely agree. Yeah, great. Um, so let's kind of take it back a little bit and kind of, if, if it's okay with you, Jim, talking about the history of High Price. I, I've known High Price for a few years now and, I, and it's a great product and great success, but... For the people that are listening in, in the UK, if you can just go, kind of go through how Hyperice started and the history um, and, and maybe some success stories as well, if that's okay. Yeah, of course. I'd love to. So uh, first off, you know, Hyperice now, we're a consumer electronics company uh, that really the big mission for us is to help everybody on earth move better and live better through technology. Um, so everything we've done at the core and in the DNA has been very innovative. We don't want to just create a series of products just to create products. We only launch products that literally will have a profound effect on the environment, um, meaning the wellness community, the fitness community, the physical therapy community, whatever it may be. So what's interesting around, around the company's evolution is we actually started in sports performance, right? right? That was where the company was really born. Um, founded in 2010, first products were developed in collaboration. With so, we, you know, the, the company was born, so to speak, in professional sports. And our ideas there were, look, if we can engage the world's best athletes with our technology to enhance performance, to enhance recovery, to enhance mobility, and we can pass that test, so to speak, 
we know that the products will be will be good for the masses. Yeah. And what we did is we engaged the leading scientific experts. We engaged the world's best athletes, Lindsey Vaughn, Kobe Bryant, uh, Blake Griffin, um, even LeBron. We're all part of the early development process. They gave us critical feedback. How does the products work? What do we need? I know that Blake Griffin had, uh, you know, he was part of the idea for the Venom on heat and vibration. Um, he was involved in that. Kobe Bryant was... Uh, part of the exploration process in our very first ice compression product. Right. So we knew you know, t pro teams are spending the most money on physical therapists, on science, on technology, on uh, physios, whatever it may be, to enhance the longevity of their athletes. Because if the athlete's on the field producing at the highest levels, you know, the value of the team and organization is better. You're competing at a higher level, et cetera. So we knew that if we could be an important and integral part of the athlete's day-to-day regimen and could enhance body maintenance, recovery, and mobility, we were on to something big. Yeah. Um, first product, ice compression product, uh, really great. Our founder, Anthony Katz, um, and uh, Rob Martin, who is our aerospace engineer, really developed that first device back from 2010 to 2012. Um, the, the reason the company's name is Hyperice is because icing is the pillar of recovery. And yeah. that was our first device. Um, so we evolved from there and, um, I actually joined in January, 2014. So I've been with the company for about six and a half years as CEO. And one of our first things, um, in connection, the company was doing well and we had a lot of brand, uh, I'd say authenticity with lead athletes, but we weren't yet a consumer electronics company. So our shifting in mentality in 2014 was let's take this, uh, great company, but there's some elements that we need to fix and then transition into a technology company that could help everybody on earth move better and live better. Right. Um, so in 2014, we launched the Viper, which I'm sure you remember was the first ever high intensity vibrating foam roller. Yeah. Uh, we actually put that on Kickstarter just to create some tech buzz within the media okay. to help that transition. Product went viral. Every team organizations all around the world started engaging and then from there, we've launched one to two products every year on the consumer electronics side and now broaden our mission to, you know, help the whole world, every human on earth move better, live better. So it's been a very interesting story. There's a lot of similarities actually with, with TRX kind of in the early days and some of the stuff that you guys were doing in pro sports. Um, but that's at our core. We make really good products. We um, make innovative products. Most of them are electronic. And we're getting a little further along there with apps and digital ecosystems. Yeah. Um, but it's been a great run and we're just getting started. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's exciting. Uh, so it's, it's from, from looking from the outside anyway, it's, it, I've been very excited to kind of watch you guys over the last few years and just bring out the, the kind of new products, which is, you know, and I'm excited to see what you guys are up to in the future as well. Like it sounds like there's going to be some exciting stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. So with the, um, Obviously, going back to the sports, um, the personalities that you've worked with in the past, kind of from, from my point of view, it's probably more of a personal question, actually. Um, how did that kind of come about and like evolve from the likes of, you know, you know Kobe Bryant and, and, and fantastic sports people like that? Was it mm -hmm. a case of they approach you and say, look, I know you do these great products, but I've got some, a few ideas. Or was it kind of a, just an open conversation where, high price have actually approached approach these sports personalities and, and said, look, we want, we want to progress further in terms of the products that we're offering. Can, can we have a chat with you? How did, how did those relationships kind of evolve? Great question. Um, I, I think we've, we've had a really, really strong network with trainers, physical therapists, uh, performance experts, 
um, pro athletes teams for a really long time. And we've stayed kind of uh, in close connection to those experts, scientists and athletes trying to get new ideas, hear about what's going on in the training room. Um, a lot of times innovation happens in the training room because they're looking at creative ways to evolve and, and improve athlete longevity and performance. So I think that those relationships have been, we've fostered those since the very beginning and developed those and brought people onto Team Hyperice from those channels to then help collaborate with us, which has been very effective. But one of the elements that is so different about our story than a lot of others, and I've been in sports as an executive working in sports for 15 years for a variety of other companies as well, and never seen something quite like this. Um, we never had to force athletes to use the products. Yeah. Um, the products were so, and I say this very humbly, they were so good and effective and that the athletes wanted to engage. I mean, we have pro athletes buying product off our site who are like A-list elite athletes in every sport. And it's like, oh, Steph Curry and JJ Watt just bought products on highprice.com, right? We're not asking them, hey, you need to use our product. We need to pay you to use it. It's, it's really been the opposite they're seeing benefits. I think that goes back to the innovation pipeline, something that's always been core in Hyperice and also TRX as well. You guys have done a fantastic job. You have the authentic usage because people really love the products and they benefit humans so much. So um, that's been kind of a key differentiator and competitive advantage for us is that we make really great products. And because of that, we create pull because athletes want to use them. They want to share what's happening and why the products are being effective. Um, and that's created this viral effect that has trickled down into the mass community. Yeah, I think I think so too. Like you say, it's very similar to, to stories of TRX and how we work with athletes. I know Drew Brees um, has been been using TRX for ages, and I know he's good friends with 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 our founder Randy. But it's kind of that um, I suppose that open channels where Drew can suggest a lot of things. And but like you say, it all comes down to the products and and the actual. I suppose the, the effectiveness of that product where we've, we found very similar, especially in the UK, we have a lot of Premier League clubs that have actually worked with us uh, directly or like you've said, they've just purchased a kit for their strength and conditioning areas or their mobility areas. Um, so I, I think that's why, you know, success with high price and, and success with TRX has, has kind of blossomed over the years purely because of that. It's not just, it's not a fad. Whereas uh, even when TRX first came out, it was, you know, it was, you know, the new kid on the block, it wasn't necessarily seen as, Oh, it's just a flash in a pan piece of equipment. We'll move on to something else in the future. It's just, you know, we'll, we'll go back to lifting weights or doing whatever. Um, it, it's, it's a product that's here to stay. And I also feel that about high price as well. It's a product that has benefits everyone um, and, and will continue to do so in, in the future. So it was just interesting to kind of hear how, the kind of sports athletes that you were working with were kind of interacting with high price to make, you know, even better products than what you were doing when you originally started. So that's, that's yeah. very interesting. Very interesting it, to hear that. It's something that will never go away from either. Like it's, it's such a key part of our DNA and, and our business, like pro athletes and even the sports community, it only represents, it represents a very small part of our revenue. Yeah. Right. But it's such a meaningful part because the story behind why we're here and what we learned from those athletes and why we believe that uh, we can, we can take the learnings from the performance community in sports and bring it to the masses. Like there's just something about that. That's just been very, very effective viral and people understand it. They understand, okay, this makes sense. This is the product I'm seeing on TV that Lindsey Vaughn or LeBron is using daily. There must be something great about it. 
Um, and then they try it and they have the same delivery effect. So a um, lot more to do there as well. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think even now, well, now more than ever, a lot of sports personalities are, are more open because of social media, um, because, you know, you see, see them not just doing whatever sport they're doing, but you actually see them in the gyms, you see them at home using, you know, recovery products like high price. Um, So I think, yeah, you know, the general public or fitness enthusiasts or or whoever it may be, will see these people more often now uh, and and more of their life outside of the sport, particular sport, um, and want to kind of, I suppose, not necessarily copy them, but kind of say, well, yeah, if the products are good enough for them, then they're good enough for me um, and kind of, then see the benefits of how they can use them on a daily basis and just be, like you say, better moving, better lifestyle, just better way of life. Um, so I think that, you know, High Price and, and TRX have very similar kind of ways of, of reaching people through, through kind of sports personalities, which is, again, it can only, it's only a benefit to everyone really in the long term. Agreed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, moving on from, from that now, I just want to kind of obviously recently, um, and it's probably a two, two set question really but obviously the the acquisition of norma tech has, has just kind of been announced so over the last few weeks um which obviously during the lockdown so i'm assuming that was kind of in the pipeline for a for a while before that kind of how did that kind of acquisition come about and was it as kind of long planned or you know did it did it have to be delayed during the lockdown how was that kind of process great question great question and that was so the acquisition of norma tech uh, the story behind it is exciting and then the execution of it is is crazy just given the environment and what we were in. But uh, both companies had a really strong relationship for a very long time. We had actually worked with them, um, you know, in partnership, but nothing real formalized, but more of like an informal relationship. We would partner up on events. We did some stuff with the military together. We would build recovery rooms together. And we always really respected Normatech. Um, G, obviously their founder, CEO, um, brilliant guy, uh, awesome team. They had the same type of authenticity in pro sports that we had as well. And we always looked at them, okay, in the recovery space, um, you know, Hyperice and Normatech, those are the two kind of tech brands in that space, right? They were on the East Coast, we were on the West Coast, started around the same time. Um, different market segments, they're a little bit more focused on, uh, you know, triathlons, endurance market, running, cycling. And we were a little bit more focused on fitness, massage, spa, wellness, those elements, but always had a great relationship, started having conversations, you know, I think uh, in the kind of in the middle of 2019 around, hey, how do we make more of a a formal arrangement? And uh, the more we started to talk, the more we started to understand, hey, this is an awesome, if we were one company, we could provide a full solution in recovery, warm up and body maintenance. We have vibration, we have thermal technology, we have percussion. And now we'd have pneumatic compression. So um, that acquisition actually only took four months, which is one of the fastest from start to finish. So we started the conversations, I believe, in October. Um, It ended late October, ended up closing February 28th. Flew out to Boston to go meet with the team. They're based in Boston. We're in Irvine. The very first night where we had a dinner with the team members, boom, the NBA news hits where everything's on lockdown. Yeah. We flew back the next day. So we have integrated and merged these two companies, a complete vertical integration across the board. It's not like Jordan brand. It's all one. Everybody's hyperized working together in, yeah. you know, two months through the middle of COVID all remotely. 
um, it's been wild. But the, the main goal of this was we can now provide the full comprehensive solution. Yeah. And, you know, recovery rooms, uh, combining sequencing of Normatec and Hypervolt and Venom um, as a recovery warm-up or body maintenance experience. It's been pretty incredible. Um, and the team over there just really vibed with the team on the West. Um, so you just get a lot of expertise between both organizations. It's been one of the most challenging things to do to, to merge and, you know, bring the companies together during COVID, but it's been one of the most fun things I've ever done in my career. Yeah, I can imagine it, but yeah, being both challenging and fun because, you know, from, again, from looking at the insult outside when it was announced, I was like, for myself again, personally, I was thinking, have they literally, you know, come together on Zoom, literally? Like, is that kind of how it was? Uh, f funny story when we did, so we made the acquisition and we went to, you know, we had to announce it to the teams remotely. And so we set up, uh, you know, huge conference rooms, both teams were there. And uh, of course, the technology was malfunctioning. So we we're trying to deliver, you know, the opening speech of the two companies coming together. And we had all these technical difficulties. So it's, it's been crazy doing it in this environment. But um, it, it actually has made people uh, work harder to learn about each other and to get to know each other and to figure out how to collaborate because we're doing it over Zoom. Yeah. Um, but why the reason it's worked so well is because both both organizations had the same principles and philosophies at the core, right? Right. Um, not only in the way that we approach the market and how we think about lifestyle, movement, health, and wellness, but just how uh, the cultures of the companies operate. Um, you know, making people uh, bringing on people with great work ethic who can work well in teams and have a great aptitude to learning things like that. Uh, we're really embrace, uh, you know, embraced at Normatec previously, and those are huge things at Hyperize. So that's really worked well as well. Yeah, brilliant. No, that's really that's really really good. And and so with the, the actual acquisition now, what are, are the kind of the initial plans for the future? Is it just a case of Normatec carry on doing what you're doing, or is it a look to kind of, I suppose with Normatec as you've said, that is really in, in one kind of niche area and, and kind of like professionally. Is there, is there plans to kind of make it more approachable, I, I suppose, for want of a better explanation to the general public? Absolutely. We, the, the innovation pipeline for the Normatec line um, is, is very aggressive for us. Like we, are, we have so many ideas, concepts. Um, the engineering team that traditionally from Normatec, great, amazing team. We have a great team at Hyperice. When we combined all those teams, we just we got magic. So some of the things that are coming down the pipeline in the Normatec family are game changers um, and they're not too far off. So that's, that's a huge area of development. I also think our ability um, as legacy Hyperice to drive Normatec into the international markets more effectively. Yeah. Um, we just were further along in Asia, in Europe, in Australia, Canada, a lot of the key markets. So we're able to now go into organizations like Equinox and Orange Theory and Virgin, whatever it may be, and offer a full solution yeah. and system for them, which has been really, really impactful. Yeah, brilliant. And that's, that sounds like very exciting that you can now literally offer, I suppose, the full deck, I suppose, in, in many yep. ways of, uh, in that kind of area, uh, yep. which I'm very excited to see how that kind of uh, evolves in the UK in particular, which kind of leads me on to the next point. Obviously, now we've... Um, we went direct two years ago within the UK and it's, you know, it, 
from a personal point of view, but also I feel as a business point of view, it was that it's been the right decision to make. Uh, and Hyperizer, by the time this episode goes out, will have pretty much gone direct in the UK. So was was is it a similar kind of thinking to how TRX wanted to, just because you have a bit more of a, a say, so to speak, as much as, as successful as distributors were for us in the UK, we just felt that we could do more, we could offer more services and uh, from a customer perspective, or going direct is that kind of the thinking with yourselves by by setting up directly in the uk now as well very similar i think that market specifically as you alluded to um you you really need a lot of touch points education um experiences um the connection of building community and the connection of of really providing a high level of service for strategic partners and getting credit because the UK consumer is very smart and you know they 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 like brand they understand they want to be educated they want to learn more about the company they want to connect with a specific brand and we felt like we could do a, a better job there um, by working on that and having a team of people engaging in the community providing the best service possible teaching people about the brand um, getting really in depth around the education and what the products can do for the human body and how they can benefit. Yeah. Um, the digital side as well, we thought we could do a really good job on, you know, kind of our digital landscape and on-demand services and things of that nature. Um, a lot of opportunity in the spa and hospitality market yeah. that um, takes a high level, like a very high level uh, amount of touch points. You know, you can't, it's not just a, a sale. You have to go and deliver an experience, connect with people, build relationships. So we felt like this market specifically, uh, we could do a really, really good job with. And, um, you know, our first hire, uh, Jason Hussein, who you know, um, yeah. worked at an NASM, Premier Global. Yeah. A really, really smart guy who has a great grasp on the fitness and, and uh, wellness community, has great relationships and is is really strategic in how he approaches um, the market and relationships. So he's been a, a great asset for us already. No, I think, yeah, yeah I think the, the adding Jason to the team in the UK for you, um, I, know, I mean, he, he kind of helped us with, with our education in terms of reaching the, the masses, really, um, you know, through Premier Global. And, and that partnership works very, very well. Um, so I think he'll do a very, very good job for you out in the UK. Um, so is that the initial idea, obviously, because his experience is, is within the, the health and fitness industry more than the sports industry? You might correct me on that, but mm -hmm. is that the initially, are you going to kind of hit the ground running in all areas or is there a focus on key kind of industry, so to speak, first and then kind of evolve it to make it pretty much for everyone as you go forward in the UK? Yeah, yeah, we're going to move pretty fast. So um, he's going to start building a team there of people for different categories. But um, at the core, we really wanted to go look at uh, premium fitness. Yeah. Um, because that for us is a great way to deliver experiences. It's very strong in the UK. Um, we've already, we already have some really great traction in the spa and hospitality markets because we've used our partnerships with Ritz Carlton, Marriott, Hilton, Hyatt um, to you know, we're working domestically with them, but also have connected into their international ecosystems. And, you know, you can find us at Ritz-Carlton Spas in the UK. You can find us at Equinox in the UK. Yeah. Um, so we've done, a, we've done a pretty good job, I think, of taking our partnerships 
that were developed in the US and then moving them into the UK and creating similar experiences. Yeah. Um, but I think we were a little bit further behind where we wanted to be in fitness um, generally. And there was so much there and it's evolving so fast in the UK. Yeah. And Jason saw that vision and uh, aligned with our vision on it and is going to do a great job for us there. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree. And like I say, I'm excited to see uh, how you guys roll out in the UK over the next months and years. Um, it'll be really exciting to see. Um, slightly off subject, so it was a question that was meant to ask at the start. Obviously, now you do a whole range of products. It's yep. um, so very simple. Well, not very similar, but we have at TRX also have a, a whole range of products as well that we can deliver. But obviously, mm -hmm. everyone knows this as the hero product is our suspension trainer. Do you mm -hmm. feel that Hyperize now has a hero product, which you, you're kind of known for pretty much when people think of Hyperize, they think of this product, or do you think it's just a general, you know, that you are the recovery company or is there a hero product? De definitely the hero is the Hypervolt. Yeah. Um, so we, we really like, like we use a lot of analogies to Apple. That's a company we, you know, we get a lot of inspiration from Apple, Tesla, Nike, et cetera, even like the Lululemons and Adidas. Great great companies as well. But uh, with Apple, the Hypervolt's our iPhone and, you know, the Venom and the Viper are AirPods and MacBook. Yeah. Um, and much like Apple, we really look at this space as we don't want to create 30 SKUs or 40 SKUs. We feel like we can, we can do what we want to do and, you know, have eight to 10 unbelievable products, right? Or products that can fit in a backpack on the go that can change anybody's life, whether you be a, a dad at home carrying your son or you're a Navy SEAL, right? So we're trying to keep it somewhat limited on SKU set, but I would say Hypervolt right now is the hero, but uh, Normatec um, with some of the stuff, I mean, the Normatec product line is growing so fast and it's, it's always well known in the performance space and elite athletes and celebrities, but now it's starting to spill over into just the everyday person at home yeah. Uh, people who need circulation in their lower extremities, people who are, are sore and people that are triathletes, whatever it may be. So uh, that one's coming up, you know, pretty close to the Hypervolt um, pretty fast. And I think by 2021, you'll probably have two Hero products, the Hypervolt line and the Normatec. Um, yeah. Price point's going to come down a little bit and uh, it'll be a little bit more accessible. Definitely. Oh, that's, yeah, which again would be very, very exciting. I mean, I mean, I've had the pleasure of trying Normatec products um, during my time during um, when I was working in the Middle East in Dubai. Um, so for, to actually get the, the chance to potentially try these products at home as well is, it sounds very exciting to me. So yeah, looking forward to that. Do you think then, just touching on the Hypervolt being the hero product, do you think there's a particular reason why? Is it because of, like you say, the convenience of that product? And kind of then the, um, I suppose, like your Venom, that can be used everywhere, but they're kind of like the add-ons. Yep. Why do you think the, the Hypervolt in particular is kind of the product that is, you know, the hero product for, for high price in particular? I think people like the delivery system of it being handheld. Um, you know, our, our Viper product is amazing and delivers a similar experience. It's a little bit different because it's more vibration than percussion. But for the lower extremities, it has a greater surface area, right? So you can, if you want to get your quads or your calves and you want to roll out and pop the Viper onto speed three, that is very, very effective. And you can actually get more coverage than the Hyperbolt, right? But it takes a person getting on the ground, rolling around. It's a little bit more like 
you know, you have to, you have to do something. You have to change your habit a little bit to get engaged. Where the hypervolt, you can be sitting on the couch doing whatever you want. You have full control of the unit. So I think that's one of the reasons. It just feels really good and it's really easy to use and convenient. Yeah. Um, but I will say, we, we, I'll never forget when we launched that product because uh, it was February you know, 24th, 2018. And it was, we actually launched it at like nine at night. Um, we were like two hours behind where we wanted to be and the product went completely viral. We sold out in 14 hours all over the world. It was insane. But it wasn't just the product. It was that we had kind of built this brand reputation and distribution with partners like Pro Teams and Equinox, et cetera. And there were kind of, there was a lot of stuff on the market that was like, you know, do it yourself stuff, loud products that were just not usable in environments, things of that nature. Yeah. When that came out, we spent so much time on it. it. Took us three years to develop. It was quiet. It was powerful. It looked really cool, um, but we already had kind of the brand and the distribution behind it. So it was kind of a perfect storm when that launched. Yeah. Um, but now I think it's it's uh, it's just created this like viral effect of hey, like it's it's I don't know what it is. There's something. There's a secret sauce behind it, and I think a lot of it's convenience. Yeah. Definitely. I, I mean, I agree with that. Like you said, like you mentioned that you can just use it wherever. There's a lot of times after a training session or, you know, when I've finished training, I'm sure many people that have your product can speak the same. Then it is literally just a case where we're kind of relaxing in the evening, watching a bit of TV, you know, the hypervolt is out and, you know, you're using it then. So, you know, if you can literally use it when you're kicking back, then, you know, that's kind of the perfect product to, to you know, keep, keep that recovery going, but also, kind of just do it. You don't feel like you have to make time for it in a, in a way. You can just do yeah. what you want, um, which I think is, is really, really good. Um, so with the, the kind of launch, did you feel that you, you know, at the time when you were developing that product, um, and sorry to speak specifically about Hypervolt, but mm -hmm. it's a really interesting product from, from again, more of a personal uh, feeling towards it. Did you feel like, you, know, you say it was a perfect storm in terms of when you were launching, but did you feel you were onto something really good and really special when you were developing that product? Or, and was you surprised or not surprised with the success of when you launched that Hypervolt? Like you said, it was sold out pretty much everywhere. Was that, did that come as a surprise to you at all? Well, we, we actually had a product before the Hypervolt called the Raptor. I yeah. don't know if you remember the yeah. Raptor. Yeah. The Raptor was, it was a $3,000 professional percussion device it had six speeds magnetic heads i don't know if you remember the light on the raptor it lit yeah. up light blue um it was core you used the cord um but it went up to 3600 percussions a minute super powerful um and that was used by all the pro teams so almost every nba nhl mlb team nfl team had a raptor at least one some teams had three or four so we did, you know, uh, a good amount of revenue with that product, but it wasn't accessible to the mass consumer, obviously. Yeah. And so we, we had started developing the Hypervolt even before the Raptor um, because we wanted to create something very small, very powerful, handheld. And the biggest feature was it needed to be quiet. Yeah. It had to be because we felt like if we're delivering, if we're creating a product for recovery, right? Mindset is part of that. Yeah. And if you're sitting there with like a jackhammer type product, that's not recovery. You got to be in the right mindset. You got to be the, the whole experience. So we knew, look, if we want to be in spas, we want to be in 
Equinox and premium fitness facilities. We want to be in physical therapy clinics. It can't be loud. Um, and that took a precision in engineering that took us some time. Yeah. Um, we have a, um, our VP of product development, uh, Rob Martins, a former aerospace engineer, developed parts for SpaceX. So we're using those same aerospace principles to develop a product that was powerful, quiet. So I guess to answer your question, we knew with the Raptor that there was something around percussion that was just different. Like people really, really reacted well to it. Um, and we knew that it was a great product, but at $3,000, we were never going to hit scale. Sure. If we could deliver a similar experience to the Raptor um, with similar power, similar performance and make it quiet we knew we had a home run but we didn't even anticipate that it'd be this big of a home run i mean the hypervolt is uh very humbly i think it's the biggest uh consumer electronics product ever in fitness um the 68 countries worldwide um you know the the revenue of that product is in another world um and i think it's you know it we didn't expect that much velocity that quick. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's amazing. Like I say, it is, you know, I'm fortunate to have a few of your products, but the Hypervolt for me is, is, is my favorite. Um, just purely because yeah. you say the convenience of it and actually the effect of it, um, which I, you know, I use every day now, even not necessarily after a training session or before a training session, just because it makes me, you know, I feel better after using it. Um, so, yeah, I, I, you know, personally, I love that product and, and I'm sure a lot of people that are using it in the UK at the moment feel the same way. Um, so we're looking forward to seeing more of that um, as you start launching directly uh, from, from July onwards. Just touching on, uh, again, because we're coming towards the end now. So again, I just wanted to thank you for your time again, Jim. I really do appreciate it. Um, but in terms of the, the products for the general public, obviously we, we probably have touched on it during the conversation, but mm-hmm. for someone that, you know, goes to a gym two, three times a week, you know, is, and, and that's the only time they're active as such, why would someone kind of want to invest in a high-priced product um, that's not really, um, I suppose, a sports person, just kind of ticking over with their health and fitness? From, from your perspective, to, from, from people that are not quite sure on high price that are listening or, to be honest, have never necessarily heard of the, those kind of recovery products before, mm-hmm. what, would somewhat, what, what, what would be the reason, um, from your point of view, that they would have those products in their home, so to speak? Yeah, and, and there's so much science around percussion and vibration, the benefits to the body as it relates to circulation, um, soft tissue care, uh, recovery, warm uh, mobility, all those different elements. So without going deep into the science, I'd say that, you know, our goal is much like an electric toothbrush where you use that every day, right? You get up and for you know, your dental structures and your oral hygiene, it's just something you do. Like you want to basically condition your teeth, you want to make sure that you're you're being preventative. You want to make sure that all those elements, we, we believe that the hypervolt is the electric toothbrush for the soft tissue. Right. Right. And that eventually, and this may not be tomorrow, but uh, within a few years, people are going to wake up every morning and it'll be a part of their regimen every day. Right. Um, The the science is there and it's evolving fast um, around the technology and how it affects the body and how you feel and how you move and, and all of these different elements. So I think, and, and this is kind of an interesting parallel, but, but COVID has actually 
changed people's mindset a little bit more to think about health and wellness in a way that they didn't before. Like this is more important. I need to start thinking about what I'm doing because you know, this is happening in the world and um, not saying our products have anything to do with, with COVID, but I'm saying that people's mindset has changed yeah. and now people care a little bit more. They're more open to hearing about things that can improve health and wellness. They're looking at their lifestyle. They're looking at things that they do and how they can improve um, their own health and wellness. So I think that our education process and our innovation pipeline are kind of coming together and uh, with where the market is going around wanting to learn more. And I think that these products really do help people every day. And you don't have to be an elite athlete to want to feel good and to want to not feel sore and to want to feel like you have great circulation and you have energy. Um, and that's what I would say for the general population, the products benefit most. Yeah, brilliant. That's a really good answer, Jim. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, so we're kind of coming, wrapping up to now towards, so again, um, I really appreciate your time. There's a couple of questions that I normally ask everyone. We'll kind of mix it up slightly because it's obviously a, a special high price edition. Um, so first of all, Jim, what is your personal favorite product in the high price range and why? The high price range. Yeah. Ooh, awesome. So I would say I, the Hypervolt has been my favorite product for a very long time. But the Normatec, the Normatec Pulse 2.0 Pro is right there and almost passing the love for my Hypervolt. <laughs> like I, I use the Normatec device every single night. My wife uses it now every single night. Yeah. Uh, and it's become part of my routine. The Hypervolt I use every morning. Like I actually use it for warm up before the day to enhance circulation. Like when I, when I wake up before I go for a run. Um, so hypervolt, both are used every day for me. I do like the mini hypersphere for golf. I bring it in my bag. I use that quite a bit. I'll put it on my lower back. Um, but I would say that hypervolt number one, Normatec number two, but I think in about 30 days, the Normatec might be one and hypervolt might be two. <laughs> yeah, but literally that's specific. So in like 30 days, it might be, might be, might be the new winner. Yep. Yep. Oh, brilliant. And then, um, so the other question I'm asking, and now to flipping it to TRX, obviously I know yeah. that we've talked and you've got the, the, the TRX Pro 4 uh, at home. Um, so the question I ask everyone is, what's your favorite TRX exercise and, and why is it your favorite? Yeah, and, and it's funny, I had mentioned before, like, I just took Rob McCullough's MMA class. I've been really engaged with your on-demand. I love it. I think that you guys nailed it. Um, and you're kind of developing personalities behind it. And I actually knew Rob before from his US, UFC days. Yeah. Well, that one popped up in my feed and I was like, oh, I got to take this one. And um, it was, he was actually using, I think, the, the Pro 4 as well. Yeah. Uh, and I loved it. It, was, it helped with flexibility. I actually have a neck issue that I got. Um, I had an injury in baseball in college. Okay. And uh, so I kind of have like a little bit of imbalance. And that's actually where I was originally connected with TRX is through Curlin Joe, but my physical therapist okay. like years ago. Um, so they were using it kind of for my recovery and for stability and uh, balance. So um, I, I can't actually, you know, personally, not to get too personal, but I don't, I can't lift real heavy weights anymore because it just exacerbates wow. the neck. So TRX has been a part of my like routine for quite some time, but I've used I've, I've been more and more engaged with the new COVID environment because I can do it at home and it's very convenient. So I, uh, I think that for me, um, I, I use it most, I obviously use it for core work, but um, I really like 
the flexibility components. Yeah. Like to me, it makes me feel better. I feel like I have more just mobility and more energy. Um, and I'm a huge fan. And I'm also a huge, like, I love the story of TRX, like a jujitsu belt. Like that was the way that Randy yeah. came up with the first, like a Navy of Navy seal in there. You have jujitsu, you have innovation. Um, you know, uh, Randy and Brent too, the chairman, like, uh, I'm really impressed just known both of them for a really long time. And, um, there's so much energy around the company and so much innovation and everything you did to pivot on demand, I think was, was brilliant and props to the TRX team, Randy and Brent, um, great people. Oh, thank you, Jim. Really appreciate that. Yeah. We've, um, like I say, it's been, it's, it's been a transition for sure. Obviously, um, you know, initially when we, when we went into to digital book, we found uh, we think we found something in terms of how successful it's been in the reach that we've we've been able to help people during this time to keep active. Um, so yeah, along mind that continue. Um, so yeah, Jim, thank you very much for your time. I really really appreciate it. Um, again, I wish you all success. I know it's going to be a success in the UK, um, but obviously if there's anything that TRX can do to support that um, that transition when you go direct, obviously I'm here to support you and, and the rest of the team are. So we wish you all the best and hopefully. When you come over to the UK, we'll be able to meet up uh, face to face and, and, and discuss future plans. Likewise. And thank you for having me on. And uh, I know that we're exploring more ways to, to work together and collaborate as companies because there is so much synergy between what we do and what you do. And I think uh, combining those even more effectively will create something for the end user that will be game changing. Um, so thank you for, for your time. And um, I will say, uh, Brent, I'm going to be taking a, a TRX class with, uh, with Brent and team next week at 6 a.m. So I'm in. Yep, yep. Um, so I'm, I'm into it. I'm a huge fan and a huge user and consumer. So um, the more we can do together, the better. Oh, definitely. We'll have to, we'll have to definitely organize a, a TRX workout then when, you, when you're next in the UK, for sure. Sounds great. Cheers, Jim. Thanks for your time. Cheers. Thank you. Okay, so there you have it. That's the end of the episode with Jim on the history of, of, of Hyperice. I hope you found it beneficial. As I've mentioned, Hyperice is going to be going direct in the UK within the next couple of weeks, so they don't actually have their website up and running as yet. However, if you do want to know information about Hyperice, be sure to follow their Instagram account, which is at hyperice.uk. As always, from a TRX perspective, if you want to find out more about TRX, you can visit our website, which is trxtraining.co.uk. There you'll be able to find and purchase TRX equipment and, and, and obviously education courses that we have up and running, uh, both virtually and live when we get back to normal. Um, you can also find us on Instagram at TRX underscore UK, on Facebook, TRX Training UK, and also our TRX Training YouTube channel.
Okay, so that's it. Thank you to everyone for taking the time to listen to episode four with Mac Lead. I hope you found it enjoyable and beneficial. Uh, as always, if you're looking to find out more about TRX, you can find us on Instagram on at TRX underscore UK. Facebook page is TRX Training UK. You can also find me on Instagram if you'd like to follow me. Um, the uh, tag is at Nathan TRX. If you're looking to buy any kit or get involved with our education courses, feel free to check our website, www.trxtraining.co.uk. And I'll see you for episode five coming next week. Speak to you soon.